Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, I hope your Wednesday is going incredibly okay-ish. I'm Mary Ellen, your host, here to talk about mental health stigmas, what really happens in therapy, and everything in between. So what I want to talk about today, I actually was not going to share on this podcast, but the timing of what I'm going to talk about was really interesting, so I felt like I had to. Last week's episode was all about mindset and motivation, and I shared a little bit about going to the gym, and then what happened, which I'll share, was just a perfect example, so I'm really excited. But before I share my story, and don't worry, it's a good one, so stick around. I want to set the stage and say that I've been talking a lot on this podcast about stigmas and mental health related to you. But today, I want to focus on the mental health of the people around us. So just keep that theme in mind as we go forward today. All right, so here's my story. This past weekend, I was in a store. I won't name the store because it's a store I like and it's not the store's fault. But I go to the checkout counter and the cashier asks me if I'm pregnant. Now, let me give you some background in case you don't know me or don't know what I look like. I'm tall. I'm on the slender side, but with some curves. But I have serious stomach issues. I've struggled with IBS my whole life. So this is for sure an insecurity of mine. Some days my stomach is flat as a board and other days I'm super bloated and it looks like I'm bloated. I'm sure many of us listening can relate to this struggle. But at the time that this happened, that this cashier asked me if I was pregnant, I was wearing leggings and a puffy vest because it was a cold day. I'm in upstate New York, for those of you who don't know, so puffy vests are often needed in October. Anyways, I should also let you know that I was buying baby clothes. So when the cashier asked me if I was pregnant, I wasn't even thinking about my bloating and insecurities and all of that. I assumed she was asking because I was buying baby clothes. So I responded by saying, oh, no, these aren't for me. They're for my niece. Pretty normal interaction so far, yeah? And then she said, I kid you not. Oh, it just looked like you were pregnant. Yep. She said that. Not only did she say that, but she also, at the same time that she said it, made a hand motion going over her stomach. In like a ball, you know, just to drive the point home. You guys, I literally have no idea what I said or what she said after that. I really think I blacked out. (laughs) I believe I said something like a little bit snarky. I think I was like, uh, nope, but thanks for telling me that. And I have no idea what else happened. In hindsight, I really should have left the baby clothes and walked out, but I just froze because I was like, I cannot believe that this woman just said that to me. So after I got through the most uncomfortable checking out experience of my life, and that includes the time that my ex-boyfriend wanted to make me tacos 
had no ingredients. So we had to go to the grocery store. And when we're in the checkout line, he asked me to pay for it. I digress. That's a story for another day. So I left the store. I called my mom in a tizzy from the parking lot, as one does. So I called my mom and was like, oh my gosh, but I've been eating healthy and exercising. And do I really look terrible? Like I was just talking on my podcast about going to the gym and mindset. Like, do I look awful? And of course, my mom in wonderful motherly fashion assured me that she would tell me if I looked unhealthy and that I looked great, etc., etc. So all this is well and good. I mean, it's ridiculous, but all this is well and good. Normally, that would be end of story. But then I thought, fuck, I literally focus my life's work on educating others about mental health. I have to do something about this. Now, mind you, I believe I've mentioned that I teach psychology at a local college. One of the classes I teach is called Abnormal Psychology, where we learn all about the causes, symptoms, and treatments for mental health disorders. Literally two days prior to this event, I had taught my class about eating disorders. So I had done a podcast all about mindset, taught a class about eating disorders, and then like two days later is this woman asking me if I'm pregnant and telling me that's how I look. So when I taught my class about these eating disorders, my class and I had a great discussion all about how society and culture impacts eating disorders, impacts lots of mental health disorders, but in this specific class, how it impacts eating disorders. And eating disorders can be really prevalent with college students and on college campuses. So this was all very fresh in my brain. So you guys, I'm almost embarrassed to say I called the manager. I explained what had happened and that the reason I was letting her know was not to get the employee in trouble, but was because I'm a therapist and I dedicate my life work on educating others about mental health. And thankfully, I do not suffer from an eating disorder. But if I did, that would have been a very big trigger. Heck, it was still a trigger for me. I don't struggle with those types of concerns, thankfully, but I had to call my mom and was upset and had to work through it. And you bet your ass I went to the gym later that day. So anyways, I called the manager letting her know that I was not complaining about this cashier. I just wanted to inform her so that they can inform the staff about appropriate communication and that I'd be happy to come in and do a training for them on mental health awareness. Now, the manager was really, really nice on the phone, but I have a funny hunch that they aren't going to take me up on my offer to do a training. Oh, well. So here's the thing. Here's why I'm telling this story. I don't care that that comment is rude. Unfortunately, people are rude often. I care about the fact that that comment could be a huge trigger for not only someone with an eating disorder, but what about all the millions of women who struggle with fertility issues, miscarriages? How horrible would that be? Now, some of you may be thinking, oh gosh, Another thing that I have to remember to be politically correct about. And that's not the point I want to get across today. Believe me, I stick my foot in my mouth way more often than I'd like to admit. The true point I want to get across is awareness. Awareness of what mental health disorders look like. Awareness of how very regular things in our society can impact those of us struggling. Now, I will talk on this podcast about lots of different types of awareness, but today, I want to focus on this eating disorder, struggle, insecurity, awareness. And I'm going to teach three 
ways to be aware. I'm really excited to teach these three ways to be aware. All right, so are we ready? The first way to be aware. Way to be aware number one. Do not, do not comment on other people's bodies. Prior to this past week, I thought that it was pretty self-explanatory to not tell someone that they looked pregnant, but apparently I have to say that. But we actually don't want to tell anyone that they look pregnant because we do not have a right to comment on anyone else's bodies. That's not our right. To digress for a second, a friend of mine who has an infant told me that when she was early on in her pregnancy and people would ask if she was pregnant, even though she was pregnant, she would say no to make them all feel uncomfortable and teach them a lesson, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) But we are all humans. We are all different. Here's the thing with not commenting on other people's bodies. Even if we're trying to be nice, even if we're giving a compliment, that can be dangerous. So you may be thinking, well, compliments are good. Truly, the answer is no. So like, yes, in theory, compliments are great. I'll take a compliment any day. But what if someone has started to restrict their food? And when I say restrict food, I mean not eat when they're hungry because of fear of gaining weight, which is a symptom of an eating disorder, and they lose 10 pounds. Someone might say to them, hey, you look like you've lost weight. You look great. You look thin. You look awesome. We think that's a really nice compliment, right? Although the intention behind that is fantastic and so kind, that could reinforce that person, that example I gave, to restrict their food, which then in turn reinforces an eating disorder, which I don't know if you know this, but eating disorders are very fatal. They are very fatal and people die from eating disorders and it's really scary, right? So that person who's starting to restrict their food and then someone gives them a compliment, they're going to be like, great, this eating disorder thing is awesome. We don't want to do that. I had a friend a few years back who was going through a really nasty breakup and people had known that she was going through a breakup, but they didn't know how bad it was. So during this breakup, she was not taking care of herself barely getting out of bed, barely showering, certainly not eating, barely drinking water. She was not doing well. But of course, she put on a happy face to go to work and with certain friends, they were only a select few who kind of knew how bad she was doing. The amount of people that told her, oh my gosh, that breakup was the best thing that happened to you. You look so great. Look at how good you look now that you've broken up with him. That's ridiculous. Because what those people didn't know is that behind the scenes, she was barely getting a banana down her mouth a day. Literally for like two weeks, she was eating like half of a banana a day. Guess what? That's not healthy. In case you didn't know, that's not looking awesome. That is dangerous and that is scary. So the best way to be aware is to keep our mouth shut. Way to be aware number two. Be careful of the words you're using. Now, this relates back to the way to be aware, number one. But I love skinny girl margarita. I love it. Try it with some lime seltzer water. Oh, so good. So refreshing. But I know someone who hates it. Not because of the taste, because it's delicious, but because they hate the name. 
They want to start a petition to change the name to Healthy Woman Margarita. They'll often say things like, girls aren't old enough to drink, so it shouldn't be called girls. And plus, you don't need to be skinny. That's a horrible word. And you know what? I agree. I do it. I'll ask a friend, oh, does this shirt make me look fat? But what if we change that language to healthy? What if we change that language to happy? We're so quick to tell someone that they look thin or skinny or look like they've lost weight, which again has great intention and is very nice. But when was the last time you told someone they looked happy and healthy? Wouldn't that kind of put a different tone into the conversation? How often do you or do you hear someone else call themselves fat? Completely innocently, right? Like, oh, I feel fat today. I know I do it. I get it. But what if instead we said, you know, I feel pretty unhealthy today and I want to I want to work on being my best self because I don't feel great. Holy cow. I know if I said that to myself, I'd feel different than telling myself that I feel fat. And again, some of this may sound really silly. Some of this may sound, oh, well, they know what I mean. But the thing is, people with underlying mental health conditions, with underlying eating disorders, don't know what you mean. And we can never be sure that people are perceiving what we're saying in the way that we intend it. So that's why we have to be careful. That's why way number one, we don't comment on other people's bodies. And way number two, we're aware of the language we're using. All right. Lastly, way to be aware. Number three, recognize that other people's mindsets are probably different than yours. So remember last episode when I talked about mindset? All those reasons people saying, you got this, did not help me get this. So it was probably about May of this year, which means we were still deep in COVID quarantine. This super brave woman I know posted on Facebook that she had gained 30 pounds during quarantine and was feeling bad about herself and needed support. How vulnerable and awesome is that? So the comments started pouring in. Lots of people reaching out to try to support her. But all the comments were saying things like, don't worry, I've had to start over with working out and eating healthy and you can do it. Or I'll be your accountability buddy. Or I've gotten off track with my nutrition before. I can help you get back on track. And of course, my favorite, the you got this. And again, I'm not saying that those things can't be helpful. I think they can be helpful, but it depends on the individual and the mindset. So for me at the time, reading those comments made me worried that they might be increasing this woman's guilt for gaining weight because they were saying, it's okay, but like you got to get back to the gym. So I called her and asked her what was going on. Well, she's a single mother of two and she's an ICU nurse. Single mother of two. COVID quarantine meant that schools were closed. She was with those kids all the time. And when she wasn't with those kids, she was working on an intensive care unit in the middle of a pandemic. I was like, holy shit, no wonder you gained 30 pounds. (laughs) Like, thank goodness you're still standing. You're okay. So I asked her, I said, look, how can I be most supportive? You know, obviously you're not feeling great, but your body has done amazing things these past few months, right? It's kept you going. It's helped you work and save lives in the ICU. It's helped keep your kids alive and healthy and safe. But what's going to help you? And guess what she said? 
guess where her mindset was? She was like, look, I am so glad that all these people are reaching out to me and commenting on my Facebook post. But like, I'm not ready to go back to the gym. I'm still tired. I'm still in the middle of all this crap. She admitted that those comments, although she was so appreciative of every comment, she was like, this isn't helping me. I'm still working 60 hours a week, still being a single mom of two. Like, I, I, I need something else. I just need some love and support. So I want to add a disclaimer. I am not saying everyone should go gain 30 pounds unless you need to gain 30 pounds for health reasons, then by all means. I am not encouraging unhealthy eating habits or eating as a coping skill or mindless eating or anything like that. I am not encouraging that at all. What I am saying is if we're, one, not commenting on others' bodies, two, aware of our language, and three, aware that there's a lot of stuff going on we don't know about and aware that other people's mindsets might be very different than our own and we don't truly know what their mindsets are, we're going to have much healthier and productive conversations. In future episodes, I'm going to get into focusing on one mental health disorder about once a month and going into some details about that specific disorder and misconceptions versus what it actually is. But I think this episode is a good starter for those conversations. So instead of going out and being okay-ish today, I'm going to go out and make sure I'm supporting others in whatever way I can so that they can become okay-ish. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, Please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.